Welcome to Back of the Pen podcast. I'm Casey, your host, accompanied by J-Rob, who will be doing this with us full-time now. Even though you guys have missed us for about a month and a half now, we've been uh, pretty busy people. J-Rob had a ACL surgery. He's out for about three years. The Cardinals uh, DF- DFA'd him. Yeah, I've been, uh, been in California. I saw Shohei and Mike Trout go back-to-back. Saw Shohei to ground slam. We've just been busy lately. We've been, uh, I don't really had time, but we're back and uh, better than ever. So hopefully this doesn't happen again. We're a little more consistent with this, but it's better late than ever, right, Jerome? Of course. Yeah, it has been a while for sure. Um, and we've definitely talked some baseball in between now and our last podcast, but haven't had time to just sit down. We'll take a chunk of time that we had free at one time for both of us sit down and talk pay- baseball on the cast. So it's good to be here to actually be able to do this again. So I'm excited. Definitely. I had some listeners that uh, get a little angry at us, but uh new content's coming out. We'll uh, keep you guys posted. So, but let's just jump right into it. J-Rob, uh, the power rankings. So I believe you have the ESPN one pulled up, right? Yeah. So I have, I actually, have in front of me the ESPN that was just actually released, I believe today, maybe last night. Um, but the power rankings, according to ESPN, um, there's also the MLB power rankings, which come out earlier in the week, but we're going off ESPN just because these came out today. So I'll read them off um, and then we'll talk about them and then maybe even come up with our own top five power rankings or top 10, whatever we want to do. But starting off, I'm going to read them all just one through 30 real quick and then we can go talk about from there but starting off at number one casey can you guess who it is the the new york yankees new york yankees with a record of 46 and 16 um then also still in new york you have the mets going across the country you have the dodgers then the padres followed by the blue jays astros braves cardinals rays giants that is your top 10 um, continue on with 11 goes twins, Red Sox, Brewers, Phillies, Guardians for top 15. Marlins are 16, White Sox, Rangers, Angels, Mariners are number 20. Your Seattle Mariners, N- not mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably never, even if they moved to St. Louis. Uh, yeah, it'd still be a struggle. But the 21, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Orioles, Cubs, Pirates, top 25. 26 is the Reds, 27 Tigers, Nationals, Royals, Athletics. Um, so obviously that's a lot, Just but that was just reading them, kind of seeing, or reading them 1 through 30. Obviously it can be hard to remember all where they are, but let's let's talk about them. Where... Is there one as reading those off that was a surprise to you on how high, how well they're ranked? Like they're higher than you thought, or one was lower than you thought, or it all sounded pretty, pretty good, or you expected them to be roughly um, around there? I mean, it's roughly around where I expected it. I mean, I have my own top ten right now, um, but it's pretty similar, honestly. There's not really a surprise to me. I mean, maybe the Dodgers being three, but the Mets are playing out of their mind right now. Yeah, I think, I mean, Yankees, I think, is a clear and obvious number one. They have five more wins than the next best team, which is the Mets. And hey, then, I'm just going to say this right now. I'm glad we don't have it at our old Pete. podcast. Yeah, not Pete. <laughs> yeah. On our, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, we can call out Pete. Pete, I hope you hear this. We're nothing against you, but we just we don't want to hear the just the raves that you would give the Yankees just on and on and on because you know what they're gonna they're gonna crumble. I know they're still they're still gonna choke in the playoffs. They're... Yeah, there's so plenty of time. They've played what fifty six plus six is what sixty two games. They still have a hundred games to go, so they're they got plenty of time to choke. So don't don't hold your breath. I'm I'm not. We still but, have too many Yankee fans on here, but yes, uh, yeah, Yankees, no surprise. Mets, no surprise. I mean, really, from like three to ten, it's kind of about where I had everyone. I had, well, I'll just read it off my list, and you can yeah. kind of, if you have your own list, and we can go from there. But I have the Yankees one, Mets two, Astros three, Dodgers four, Padres five, Blue Jays six, Rays seven, Cardinals eight, Braves nine, and Twins ten. So it's pretty similar. The Twins sneak into my top 10. I think they're really playing really good baseball. They're creating a lot of separation in that AL Central. I think one big surprise, honestly, that we can think of talk about is the uh, White Sox. They're uh, they're trying to fire your boy, uh, Tony. I know. Well, okay. This I was actually – I read an article about this the other day. It's the fans just chanting, fire Tony. So – and like the GM or whatever, I can't remember who – Main guy came out and said, we're not firing Tony, um, which I think is actually really good because a lot of the moves that Tony made, yeah, might be questionable for the thing, like walking a guy with a one-two count, whatever. Like, okay, was that the smartest thing to do? Probably not, but I mean, knowing Tony LaRussa, being him being the manager in St. Louis for so long and watching him as I was growing up, um, like he always has a reason for doing something like he's not just gonna I don't know you wouldn't just walk a guy on a one-two count for no reason or whatever um the only and the only thing and I heard someone else talk about this is if they just walked him like before that at bat started when it like with an OO count this wouldn't even be a discussion no one would have said anything about this even if the next batter hit a home run like maybe they would have questioned it a little bit like in post-game interviews or whatever be like oh do you regret intentionally walking this guy because I'm pretty sure that I can't remember who it was. Wasn't it the Dodgers and then the next batter hit a home run or something like that? Yeah. Cause I think they were walking. Who was it? I want to say, was it Trey Turner? They were walking maybe. I can't even remember. Honestly. And then I think Max Muncy hits the home run. Okay. And if you look, I think if the splits has, I was listening about it on a uh, baseball is dead. And I think, the pitcher, I forget who the pitcher was, but the splits were not good. They were fe- very uh, heavy favorite for uh, Max Muncy. So, again, questionable move. But on that same topic, let's talk about our boys. Our boys out in SoCal, the Los Angeles Angels. What in the hell is going on with them, Daryl? I don't know. Um, I think uh, just a quick story out of that that I heard is that Joe Madden, he actually got a haircut from like <laughs> oh. a mohawk or a faux hawk or something. Oh, he definitely got a mohawk. A mohawk. And then I didn't, I didn't see a picture with him. I don't know if there's even one out there, if he just cut it all off. But he hey, got maybe you should Maybe you should get a mohawk to fire up the boys for our softball team. Yeah, I just got a haircut yesterday morning. It's not long enough. I would have to grow it out before I do that. I mean, maybe you should still get one just to fire up the boys. I mean, we're on riding an O two uh, O two skid right now. It's not That's great. True. We're in first place now, third. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but just he got a mohawk, and then he was gonna obviously do his hair. He was gonna have a mohawk going to the game that day to hope 
like sparks fire up the boys yeah fire up the boys make it a little lighter just in booming of their losing streak and then the general manager showed up at his house and was like yeah we're we gotta let you go so that's just that's actually that'd be funny for the general manager manager to show up joe madden answers the door and he's got a mohawk and he probably (laughs) just gave him a look like what the hell um i i I, how i picture this going down is i picture he's at the at the barber shop right he's like you know what cut me up this way let's let's just let's get some let's get something crazy to, you know get my guys lit up then also this what, phone what rings like, like what would the boys like ah they like a mohawk let me just oh i think it's called hey what's good oh you you're cutting me loose or yeah are you, are you sure oh okay yeah cool hey uh, barbara come back we're not done yet this is this yeah. top part's gotta go we're shaving it all <laughs> we're, we're taking it all off because yeah there's yeah, that's, I don't know. It's just rough, and it's sad. I feel bad for Joe Madden. I do think he is a good coach, but, yeah, it comes to – He's not going to be out of bait. He'll – Yeah, he'll get another a, job. There's a, there's a team like the Pirates, the Cubs. I mean, oh, maybe not. David Ross, I do like I do like Rossi a lot. I think, I think just under the circumstances and just the way of losing your – or trading away your entire core and having just some ugly yeah. contracts on that Cubs team, they're in a bad spot at the time, but – and that division, I don't think it's been the Cubs to win for a couple of years. I think it's been the Cardinals yeah. and Brewers. So I think Rossi's on, he's safe. But I think Joe Madden's going to go somewhere maybe like Pittsburgh, maybe Cincinnati, like a team that's really struggling, that they don't have a lot to lose. Yeah. He could be the guy to turn around. I mean, same with, well, actually, I think Girardi might be done. I don't think Girardi's going to find another job, if I'm being honest. Yeah. What And what I think is, like quick side note and then back to power rankings. But I mean, just along, along that same note or whatever, I just feel bad for coaches like Joe Matt. I I mean, Joe Madden's situation is different because they have, they have Mike Trout, one of the best of Shohei Otani, who probably is the best player in the league. If not one of the best players in the, the league, you have Rondon at third base, even though a lot of these players have battled injuries this year. He, like he's back he's healthy he hasn't been out the whole year like he's another really good piece you have jared walsh i was watching espn i think yesterday last night or within the last couple of days and they were talking about um how he or no sorry it was a clip on the mlb app because they're talking about tommy edmund how good he is for the cardinals um but i saw on there jared walsh has like one of the highest i think it was batting averages in, when it comes to clutch moments, so like seventh inning or later, w- when you're down or tied in the seventh inning or later, something is, I think, what they considered clutch for that stat or whatever. And he was, Jared Walsh was in top five in batting average in all the league. So, like, and, and he's just a good power hitter. And you have a number of other good players on that team. You have Thor. You have, who else did they sign in the offseason? I feel like they have another really good pitcher there. Oh, um, Lorenzen from Cincinnati. He's yeah, has a lot of good. upside. Like <clears throat> they just have so many people. I think this is the difference. Well, and the breakout time. story of like Brandon Marsh. We I mean we've seen him here. Yeah. I've seen him here in Salt Lake. Joe Adele. I mean Joe Adele has been struggling lately, but Joe Adele has a lot of upside to him. Uh, Taylor Ward, uh, Mike Max Stassi. Like they don't have a bad team. Yeah, but they, they... I just don't. It's hard because that's hard for Joe Madden too. Because how can you? I mean I haven't seen a losing streak like this in quite some time, at least for a team of that caliber, right? Of yeah. That, of that well, that's nature. What that's what I was going to say is like for some teams, for other teams, for like 
to fire the coach of the Reds or the Pirates or the Athletics or specifically like the Cubs and the Athletics, I feel like, especially this year within the last couple of years, those, both those teams had a fire sale and got rid of every big player they had for the most part, like literally trying to get rid of everyone that with that was a big contract. But then I hate when teams turn around and it's like, oh, we've had three years of losing records in a row. And it's like, yeah, you literally got rid of every single good player. Like, I just hate when it comes back on the manager. Like, how can you fault the manager for selling all your best pieces? Because he has no say in that. As I mean, it's, it's hard when you're running a AAA team in Oakland and yeah. you're playing the Astros, who are a dominant powerhouse yeah. in the AL. Like, it's just yeah. not... You and Go for it. It's just, yeah, it's just not the manager's fault. Like, you're giving him no resources. You're setting him up to fail. So I, that's why, like, I mean, I guess the athletics are a story because they just went and signed Mark Kotze this offseason full knowing that yeah, he doesn't well, have I'm just Matt saying... Chapman or doesn't have Sean Mania or doesn't have Matt Olson. So, and he's got, like, a, Christian Pache's a good star. Like, they got a lot we're back in that Olsen deal. So I think the future's bright for Oakland. I mean, I shouldn't say in Oakland because who knows if they'll be in Oakland yeah. in the next few years or, or the not. Athletics. But, or the Athletics. But that team, you can't really fault Kotze. I mean, David Ross, I guess, is a similar situation. But the thing is, is that roster still has Wilson Contreras. They still have Jason Hayward. They still have... Yeah. They do um, still have some pieces. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if at the offseason, or not offseason, at the trade deadline, if they get rid of um, Contreras, if they try to move him. Like, I think the Cubs are still trying to potentially deal people. I don't know for sure. And the Cubs have some good pieces. Where I was just going with that is I hate when teams fire managers when they set them up to fail. Like, it's just, you don't even give them a chance because you hire them when you get rid of all these terrible people or all these good people and you have a terrible team and then fire them when the team is showing some upside or whatever. And it's just, I don't know. But that that's what I was going to say, circling back to the Angels and the power rankings. The Angels where that's different is they don't have, they didn't just sell all these players. They're not just on a, like this big losing streak. And then because they're a bad team, they're on this big losing streak and they have two of, I would say easily top five, if not top three players in all the league. And, and that's, it's not like they just have them. They have a lot of good pieces throughout the whole lineup and in the bullpen and then the starting rotation. And they're still on what, I don't even know what was on just a double digit losing streak. That's where it's like unacceptable. And I understand, but it just made me think of those situations where they fire the manager when they're set up to fail. Um, I mean, yeah. So like in a sense, I think Madden and I guess there's like, there's those things in the angels. And I guess even in the Philly situation where like with Girardi kind of mismanaging the bullpen. And when you have Harper Castellanos, Ramuto, Alec Bohm, Schwarber, like you should be producing. Like you shouldn't be, I mean, a mediocre team at best. I feel like, I mean, granted, yeah, Harper has had that injury. He's only DHing a lot. Like there's not, the Phillies aren't going to play defense. Like you don't sign no. Castellanos and Schwarber to play defense. You sign them to hit bombs, right? But when yeah. they're underperforming like that, like, yeah, Girardi's got to go. In Madden's case, I don't know, like, if you could eat, like, fault Madden for that just because it is two straight weeks of losing like yeah certain maybe there are certain situations where a bullpen mismatch comes in and it hurts the angels or a lineup but it's like it, well, two whole weeks of like you can't really put that on uh, on madden i feel like that's just like your team underperforming and like just going through a bad stretch in a sense 
Yeah. I just, I feel like in today's game, there's so much <clears throat> like you, there's always got to, has to be someone to blame. Even like, like what you're, what I think you're saying is there's certain situations where sometimes there is no one to blame, like just in baseball or whatever in general. I think we were talking about this the other day, but, it, or maybe, I don't know who I was talking to, but I just, again, reassuring or bringing up the point that hitting 300 in baseball is really good. And that's succeeding three out of 10 times. So succeeding three out of 10 times, and then essentially over a two-week span, that's just your whole team not playing very well. It doesn't mean everyone's batting super low. It just means everyone's not great or you can't string hits together or like when you get runners in scoring position and you're not like performing or doing well, whatever. And also I think what you have to take into effect is the teams you played. If they played, I don't know who they played during that whole stretch, but if you played the Yankees and then played the Mets and then played the Dodgers or the Blue Jays and the Astros, like you're playing the, all those teams are like in the top six in the ESPN power. Rank. Like if you're playing all pretty much all the best teams are all really good teams, even though you should be able to compete and at least take one game from any of those series more times than not. It's still, if you're already struggling and then you go up against those teams, obviously it's going to be a lot harder for you because those teams, especially when playing well, which they're all playing well right now, they'll take advantage and they'll capitalize on opportunities with runners in scoring position. When a pitcher's struggling, they'll hit off them really well. But if the hitters are struggling, their pitcher, their pitchers will dominate. So it's just like, again, you can't – it's not all – I think there is some blame with the manager, but I don't think it's necessarily all the blame or it's – I was surprised by the firing just because, yeah, you're in a losing streak, but two weeks I feel like is not – I mean, it's a long time for a losing streak, like 14 games almost or whatever it was. But I don't feel like that's justifiable for – firing if like depending on other circumstances things like that but for joe madden's case i was a little surprised i wouldn't i would have given him a little bit more time if it was up to me but I'm not i, I would have given him to like the all-star break to see if he could turn it around but again we're not up in the angels uh front office we are yeah. uh in the salt lake valley home of the triple a team the salt lake bees yes all right so let's move back to power ranking so where do yes. you have where do you have your top 10 which is um, so my top is I have Yankees number one, Mets number two. Um, I actually have the Braves is number three. Um, and the reason I put the Braves there, Braves are still currently on a 14 game winning streak. They were struggling at first, but power rankings, I feel like to me, when I think of power rankings, I think who is the best teams in the league right now? And you can't just take like, oh, if one team, they've won three games in a row, or they just swept, or if even if they're on a seven-game winning streak, like, sure, it's like, who's the best team in the last week? Like, that's part of it, but I still wouldn't jump them super high. But the Braves, on a 14-game winning streak, that's the opposite of the Angels. That's two straight weeks of winning, and they're just playing really good baseball right now. So I, I put them top three. I think, like, if you went and – if they went and played the Dodgers, they would win that series. Padres, Yankees, Mets, I don't know. Maybe not. Probably not. So that's why I put them ahead. But uh, Braves at three. Um, and then I go Padres. Or where am I? So Yankees, one. Mets, two. Braves, three. Sorry, I don't have this written in order on my thing. So I'm going to have to scan <laughs> through. Um, 
Excuse me. Who? Oh, Dodgers four. If I didn't already say that, um, I have the Cardinals at six personally, um, and then a I go little biased. Little biased. Uh, some might say I don't say at all. Astros seven. The work. You want me to go ten or what? Yeah, go ten. <clears throat> and then I go <clears throat> Padres eight, Blue Jays nine. Um, or shoot, I missed five. Yeah, so Cardinals five, <laughs> Astros six. Sorry, I have to move everyone up now. Padres seven, Blue Jays eight. I go Giants nine, Twins ten. Okay, I honestly Are don't you- think the Rays. I'd probably put Rays 11. I just don't feel like – I mean, the Rays are a good team, but I don't think they're doing that good right now. I mean, they're – I think the AL East is just the monster right now. I mean, you're one through four, all have winning records. Yeah. It's just the Orioles, man. Like, the Orioles just can't figure it out. But even then, like, they, they're playing decent baseball. They're not – They're 27 and 37. Not the worst out there by any not, means. I mean, not – people have the A's had – Ahead of the Orioles and like overall, I mean, let's check the wild cards. I mean, they're they're a game and a half behind Seattle for God's sakes in the wild card. Yeah, like they're not they're not a terrible team by any means, but they definitely aren't the best. But as of right now, you have four teams in the AL East making the playoffs, and that you have the Yankees winning the division. You have all your wild card spots are taken up by Toronto, Tampa, and Boston. Like, yeah. And it's by, I mean, not by a comfortable margin. Boston's only half game, half game in right now over Cleveland. Chicago's three and a half back or three back Texas, four and a half LA five and a half and Seattle six back. So there's definitely, it's definitely a lot tighter than people think the AL is right now. But I mean, man, that, that division is just brutal. It's a gauntlet for sure. But I mean, I'm surprised you have the Padres as low as you do too, because they're tied with the Dodgers for first place right now in the NL West. And you have Musgrove, who I think is going to start the all-star game for the national league at seven and no with an ERA of 1.5. Yeah, he probably will. I I think he will. I I don't think you don't like how, I don't know. We just, so and they're doing this it all without, Go for it. You go. Without, they're going with all of it without Tatis. Machado is play, is probably, in my opinion, like the NL MVP at the moment. Like he is literally carrying. Like look Who at is? that team, Machado. Like mm. you have Hosmer who had a good in April, but then kind of cooled off. Profar has not been too bad. Kim's been filling in nicely for Tatis. You have Cronenworth, who's not who's having a decent season, not like he had it last year. Austin Nola, or no, Aaron Nola, excuse me. Aaron Nola, or no, is it Austin? It is Austin, Austin Nola. One of the Nola brothers, the catcher. He's doing pretty good. I mean, he came from Seattle. He's a Seattle prodigy. Like, they're not a terrible team. Like, and then Will Myers is having a down year. Like, that's he's like, I think if the Padres are healthy right now and you had Tatis playing like Tatis does, like, we, the Dodgers would be three or four games behind the Padres. It's just... It's literally Machado carrying them, keeping pace with the Dodgers. But go for it. What was your thought? Um, well, I was just going to say, well, my one thought was I don't think Machado 
is NL MVP. I think he's in the conversation. I don't think he's the leader right now. Um, Who do you have ahead of him? Paul Goldschmidt, hundred percent. Oh and you can't you you can't tell me this is what and this is what I'm pulling up right now. Um, is stats or whatever for it. But I was also gonna say something else about it, but I can't remember what it was. So Machado's hitting three twenty two with eleven home runs, forty two RBIs. Wait, seven so no, go, bases, go batting average. Three twenty two. Machado, Goldschmidt, average is what three twenty two. Okay, that compares to Paul Goldschmidt's three forty seven. Okay, uh, which is insane. That is a dr- that is a good amount of difference. Machado does have good average, but good amount of difference. Um, I use eleven home runs compared to what Goldschmidt's. I think has like what fifteen, sixteen. Uh, I think he's at fifteen. I could be wrong though. Let's see. I'm pulling it up now. Um, home runs. Paul Goldschmidt. He has sixteen. And how much does Machado have? Eleven. RBIs, he has 42. How many does Goldschmidt have? RBIs, Goldschmidt has 56. How much does he have? 42. 42. Then stolen bases, uh, Manny has seven. I'm assuming Paul has like one or two. I don't know if he has any. Let's see. Manny has seven. I'm just going off league leaders on this or whatever. So let me. Oh, I'm just blowing up his stats. That would have been easier, especially if you have Machado's. But okay, Paul Goldschmidt. Um, stats. <clears throat> Man's a freak of nature. Oh, crap. Okay. 2022. SBs. He has three right now. What's his OPS? Machado's is 932. OPS? On base plus slugging. Yeah. 932, you said? Mm-hmm. Paul Goldschmidt's is 1,070. Or 1.070. I mean, that's pretty and, good. I mean, yeah, Goldschmidt has better numbers than Machado right now. But only but, number he isn't as good as is stolen bases, and it's not even – neither of them are, like, stolen base. No. Manny, like, Manny Machado is not a person who's going to steal 40 bags a year. Yeah. But the thing is, is you got to look at it in the sense of the intangibles, too. Like, Manny Machado is – that is his team. Like, it was Tatis' team, and it's now Machado's team. Like, well, this is – Right now, this is Paul Goldschmidt's team. No, like yeah, if but you, you compare... have, but you have like your his supporting cast that Goldschmidt has. He has more protection. Like if you look at this lineup right now, who does Manny Machado have protecting him? Luke Voigt. Okay, so Luke Voigt either hits a five hundred foot missile or strikes out. You have on the Cardinals. You have. I'm pulling up their lineup right now. I don't know if they even. Oh, they're not even playing today. Yeah, no, they're not. You have Tommy Edmond leading off. You Paul Goldschmidt's either second or third if he's if he's betting third. A lot of times it's Dylan Carlson, but he's been out, so usually it's either been Nolan Gorman or so you have Goldschmidt DHing, and then you have Arenado behind you. So you have some yeah. pretty decent protection behind him. You have Tommy Edmond 
I mean, this lineup is ridiculous. You have one, two. Obviously, they have two, but still, everyone the everyone's batting decently in St. Louis. Like, it's not like one person is not like. Yeah. Well, if you that's the other thing, I want to pull up. Like the Padres just don't have like the pot like that seems like the Padres. Shout out Jake Hepworth, got me on this freaking Padres. Lol. This Padres freaking rant I'm about to go on, but it's true like, you do like him. Like you have Jerkerson Profar leading off, Jake Cronenworth. Like yeah, Cronenworth's having a decent year. Machado, Luke Voigt, Hosmer's batting fifth. He's not even protecting Manny Machado. You have Nomar Mazara. I don't know who that guy is. Austin Nola. Trent Grisham is having a down year. And Sergio Alacantara. Or Alacantara. It's not even Kim playing second base. So, like, the lineup that the Padres have isn't anywhere near to speak to their record. I don't think this lineup anyone predicted it to be at this point 40 and 24. Where the Cardinals, like, it's kind of expected. And, like, this Ooh, is the here's first. Another, here's <clears throat> another stat. Do you know Machado's war? I don't have his war now. Paul Goldschmidt is 3.8, which I know is second in the league. You know who's first in the league in war right now this year? Probably Judge. Tommy Edmond, 3.9. Hmm. One and two in war so far this year. And then Nolan's is 2.8. That's insane. That's a, Dude, if we want to talk about. If we're, if we're going to go into underrated players, I'll tell you right now, Tommy Edmond is the most underrated player in all of baseball, but we don't have to. But it's just – I will give you 100% the Cardinals have a much better lineup surrounding Goldschmidt than Machado has around him as of right now. I think obviously when Tatis comes back, that I think the Cardinals probably still have a better lineup around Goldschmidt than Oh, yeah, Machado even when will. Tatis comes back because it's like you when you have – Harrison Bader, Tommy Edmond, Dylan Carlson, like Tyler O'Neill, like around Goldschmidt and Arenado, even Yadier Molina, even yeah. Pujols, like that's still better than who the Padres have, and they're and they're doing more with the less. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, no. let's move on to uh, All Star predictions. All star predictions. Okay. You You want me to start? You want to start? You start. So what we'll do, we'll kind of just go through. We'll go through the AL, NL. No starting pitcher. Unless you want to. I don't really care. Um, No, we don't have to do starting pitcher. um, We'll just start with – I'll start with the AL since I'm an AL guy. I have Salvador Perez catching. I have Ty France playing first. Trevor Story playing second. Rafi Devers playing third. JP Crawford at short. I have Julio Rodriguez as a rookie making the also team in left field. Mike Trout center, Aaron Judge, um, right field, Shohei Otani, DHing. The NL I have Yachty, just because I think it's his last ride. He's playing decent enough. Like you kind of have to give it to him. I feel like it's like it's like the Jeter situation where like Jeter wasn't that good of a shortstop in 2014. Like he's had probably one of his worst defensive careers he's ever had or years he's had. But because yeah, well, talking about Jeter. Oh. In 2014 for the All Star game, but it's his last All Star game, so like you have to have him start. You know. Yeah. I have, and you're gonna hate me. Pete Alonso 
playing first base. Hey, let's go add. Or never mind. You keep going. You keep going. I uh, have Jazz Chisholm playing second. Manny Machado playing third. Francisco Lindor playing short. Uh, Juan Soto in left. Mookie Betts in right. Acuna Jr. in or no, excuse me. Uh, Mookie Betts in center. Juan Soto left. Acuna Jr. in right. And then Bryce Harper de-aging. And if it, any consolation, I have Musgrove pitching for the NL. And the AL. Ugh. There's not really like a outstanding pitcher in the AL right now. If I had to pick one, maybe Garrett Cole, just because it's like a household name. Maybe Shohei, but Shohei's four and four with like a yeah, he's uh, not three sixty four ERA. He's been going crazy <clears throat> this year. I mean, I even go as far as to even throwing like I'm sure there's other pitchers I'm forgetting, but like Logan Gilbert for Seattle. That guy, he's I think like four and two, five and two with like a two ERA. I mean, it's yeah. nothing like um, Joe Musgrove numbers, but I mean, he's been a good step. That's like, like I said, like pitching in the AL right now is just bad. Maybe, maybe Verlander. Verlander's had a stellar season. Maybe Verlander, Verlander has played pretty well. So, like, but that seems like there's no clear dominant pitcher. Like, I feel like the NL has, but that's mine. Um, I mean, we can hear yours. I mean, kind of compare and contrast, maybe make a few this, arguments here. This is what first thing I need to talk about. Um, if, it's your, about if it's about Goldschmidt, is it absurd? I don't want to talk about it. Remark that you think, lol. Um, oh, what the get out of here? Um, that you think. Pete Alonso is better. I'm going to read you some stats. I did us the favor of looking them up. Pete Alonso is batting 284 compared to Goldschmidt's 347. In case you were wondering, wondering, that's 63 points better. He has two less home runs. Pete Alonso has two more. He has 18 to Paul Goldschmidt's 16. Pete Alonso has three more RBIs. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt has one more stolen, stolen base because he has two. And then he is batting, or his OPS is 913 compared to to Paul Goldschmidt's 1070, which is 157 points better. So home runs, which home runs are great. Everyone loves home runs. Home runs are pretty even. Stolen bases are pretty even. RBIs are pretty even. All within three. All three of those stats, they're all within three, which isn't that much difference. But the two areas where one leads over the other, batting average and OPS, so which yeah, tells but me it's, it's not hard when your half your games are DHing. He doesn't DH. He's DH, he DH maybe yesterday. Three, yeah, he's DH maybe three or four times this year. There's no way. I yeah. feel like every time I've watched a damn Cardinals game, he's DHing. <laughs> he is not. I, just... I can promise you that. He's in the field ninety five percent of the time. Maybe so, like fifty five percent. I don't know. No, but my point is, he those stats. The, or stand out far more than like home runs, things like that. If he's batting, that is a ridiculous 284 to 347. That is a huge difference. 284 is still a good batting average, but he's batting 347. That is so much better. And OPS is over 100 points, almost 160 points better. And when every other stat is roughly the same, there's no way you can't tell me Pete Alonso is better. And Pete Alonso probably has more protection around him than Paul Goldschmidt does. 
So there's also that. Do you want to go there? Yeah. You have Francisco Lindor. You have a lot of good uh, players on the Mets. So anyways, anyways, that's my spiel. You're just incorrect there. You want me to start with A? I'll go NL. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you're trying to, you're, you know, I'm going to drop some facts and knowledge on you. So that's why you're trying to get out of here so quickly. <laughs> I don't care. You're trying to move on from it. All right. So Brandon Nimmo is Brandon Nimmo better than Harrison Bader, in your opinion? Um, I don't. I'd have to look at stats. They're similar. Is Nimmo. Starling Marte better than Tyler O'Neill? This year, yes. Is Francisco Lindor? Better than Tommy, Tommy Edmund. Edmund. I would. It'd be close, but I'd probably say no. I'd the door's not. Edmund, I'd above, put Tommy Edmund above Lindor. Okay. Compare their stats if you want. Let's compare uh, their stats. Uh, Let's compare their stats. You pull up Lindor. Than, uh... You you pull up Lindor. I'm pulling up Edmund. I'll do same five stats. Francisco Lindor this year is batting 242 with nine home runs. 242, Four. Tommy Edmonds batting 285. Home runs. What? Lindor has nine. Tommy Edmonds has seven. RBIs, Lindor has 45. 26. Stolen bases, he has eight. 15. And OPS, he's batting 727. Tommy Edmonds, 791. Okay, so. so so you're saying Lindor is better? So you just you just are you saying? No, I you're saying Edmund's Edmund, better. Uh, Edmund better. Yeah. Um, well, that's only that's only Jeff good. Jeff McNeil players. is Jeff McNeil better than who's your second baseman? Dylan Carlson, Nolan Gorman, Nolan Gorman is he better? No. Is Nolan, Nolan Gorman better than Jeff McNeil? I don't really know Jeff McNeil that much, but Nolan Gorman it's hard to say because he's a rookie and he's only been up for like a month or so. Well, Jeff McNeil is in batting three twenty four, so he's not batting that well. Uh, is he just Escobar DHing? Is he better than Goldschmidt yes. or Pujols? No, you can't say Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt's first base. Um, Pujols, yes. Mike Canna. Or Dickerson, yes. Also DH. Or so you're saying Isidus Escobar is better than those two, right? Is that what you're telling me? I would say whoever is in a DH position, yeah, he's probably better than because we don't have a solid DH right now. It rotates every day. Uh, left field. Who plays left field for the Cardinals? That's Tyler. Uh, is Canna better than Tyler O'Neill? Well, I. I thought we already went over this one. But, yeah, Tyler O'Neill struggled this year because he's been hurt mainly. So, I would say uh, this year, yes. Your third baseman, Guillermo. Obviously, Nolan yeah. Arnold is better. Yeah. So, and then Masa Zeke. I don't even know how to say that dude's last name. So, you're telling <laughs> I mean, me it's that. Pretty, I, so, I said it's no, no, pretty evenly matched. No, I would. I, I would think, I think you're saying the, the Cardinals are a better baseball team than the New York Mets, which – this is what I will say. I'll say this right now, 100%. Cardinals, win. if you take 100% healthy Mets, you take 100% healthy Cardinals, Cardinals are better, hands down. But you're saying... As of right now. You're saying because, the Mets have more protection for Pete Alonso, right but now, then yeah. you just said that the Cardinals are a better overall team. So you're, you're very... You're like no, a typical Cardinals this, fan. This is what I'm saying. Because the Cardinals right now, Jack Flaherty just made his first start. He's been... Of the year. He's been injured should be our ace. That's the position he should be in. So we get him back. That makes us a million times better. Two nights ago, Miles Michaelis was one pitch away from a no-hitter. I've been praising this man for years now. He is a solid, solid, you solid. Have, you have been cranking two. his hog lately. 
Um, and not just lately, for a long time. My, I yeah, love, you've been, you've I been love this man's hog Miles for a Michaelis. I love him. And then you know what happened? He almost throws a no-hitter. Granted, almost only counts for horseshoes and grenades. But that's like, I love Miles Michaelis. He is so good. So, yeah, that one-two punch right there, killer. You have Adam Wainwright, who's a veteran, not pitching quite as well as last year, but another solid So, the Mets are doing this without Jacob deGrom, Chris Bassett struggling, and Max Scherger's out. But, okay, so he's struggling. Cookie Carrasco is carrying. That's my my point in the difference. Dakota Hudson just came back. Um, uh, Jack Flaherty is just coming back. We had our some of our bullpen arms are still out. We had Tyler O'Neill, who's only been back a week or so. Dylan Carlson's only been hasn't even been back a week yet. Um, who else? Yadier You're freaking Molina ridiculous. Injuries. That's what I'm saying. We are hurt. I'm not saying the Mets aren't hurt, but when the Cardinals are 100% healthy, they will be so much better. We, Tyler O'Neill hit like 35 bombs last year and he's been hurt. So if we once he gets he's healthy now and he's starting to perform and you have Nolan Arenado then you have Paul Goldschmidt then you have Tommy Edmond who's batting two eighty five and when he gets on base he has fifteen stolen bases already he's a huge running threat Harrison Bader has fourteen stolen bases obviously another huge threat um, Paul Goldschmidt had what he had seven no he had three lol who oh Machado had seven um, the Cardinals. I love this is Marmal, our coach, our manager. I love him. I think he has done so well. But that's what I'm saying. When they're healthy, they're a better team. You are cranking we're the not Cardinals right hog now. right now, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> I would. Cardinals are winning the World Series this year. I'm putting. Okay. I'm putting it on the cast right now. Okay. I don't care. I don't care. We'll go play the Yankees. You, you, have, you have about a good of chance the Seattle Mariners do. LOL, you don't see, you don't see me sucking the Seattle Mariners dick right now. Because you guys are 20th in power rankings with a record of 28 and 35. I still have games lo- under 500. Okay. You know, just tell I, me your I'm damn, tell, tell me your damn all-star team. <laughs> okay. Um, shoot. Well, let me get back to that. Where did that go? I'm just, that's what I'm saying. All I'm saying with that. I'm done with this conversation. Go to the all-star team. <laughs> Tired of your damn Cardinals talk. They, you know, I'm right. You're not, but I guess we'll find out when um, it comes October and you guys get wiped by the Dodgers again. We won't. All right. Okay. So, first base, I have obviously. Wait, you started the AL or NL? What did you start with? Um, NL. Okay. Paul Goldschmidt at first base. Um, this is where it's hard for me. Um, if you put the entire St. Louis not, Cardinals roster, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm not. That, I'm. I'm gonna be fair. I've been, I feel like this whole podcast, I've been completely fair and unbiased. The only could, potential bias you we can could, say we is, could, we could, we could let the fans decide that the 14 yeah, well, listeners, listeners we have, our listeners, yeah, I want them to give us feedback and let me know what they think about my spiels because they're pretty on point. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, so second base, I'm gonna go with Jazz Chisholm. Um, shortstop. I'm going with Tommy Edmond. Mm. Um, who who do you have at shortstop again? Uh, Lindor. Lindor. Okay. And we compared, and Tommy Edmond was better. Um, so just I don't know why you're sucking off the Mets because we've compared two players from the Mets with two players from the Cardinals, and both Cardinals players statistically were better. I, but you I still am put a, I am the Cardinals player. Uh, I, am I know because you hate me so and I, much. You, and I am a Mets yeah, closet fan. I'm a, I'm a closet Mets fan. 
I can I will, tell. I will. I, I have deep spite. The Yankees run deep in my family and, and a lot of my friends, and I just I can tell. I have to be different. I mean, M's all the way, but you know, I, I am a sucker for a good Frankie Lindor. No, well, yeah, I can tell you uh, are not a. You don't like the Cardinals, or you definitely like the Mets over. Uh, the Cardinals because the Mets over the Cardinals because yeah you're picking them for us every time so but anyways continuing where so Paul Goldschmidt at first Jazz Chisholm at second Tommy Edmond at shortstop um and then who third base I have come on. There's only one uh, answer. Yeah, Manny Machado. Because yeah, he's he is playing well, hundred um, percent. Left field. This is where I struggle. Uh, well, I want to say Soto, but he's been hurt. I don't know if he. I still have Soto there. I don't know yeah. how severe his injury is, but I don't think. Well, and here's the thing. This is what I, I think we were talking about this previously. This is what I hate about the NL or not the NL, the All Star voting and everything. Maybe you, maybe someone else, but just how, excuse me, people will get in because of their name. Like you'll get even if Aaron Judge was batting one ninety, he would get into the All Star game because it's Aaron Judge because well, he same still somehow have twenty home runs. It's the same. It's the same argument I made the other day to you about who was it. Um. Ty France and oh yes, it was Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, because it's like just because Rizzo is Anthony. Here, I'm pulling up Ty France's stats right now. Okay, so this is where I'm going to be you for the Seattle Mariners. Ty France is batting 317, has 10 home runs, 41 RBIs, and is batting his OPS is 880. Okay, so let's go to hold on. The MLB app is struggling hardcore today. The Yankees. Okay, box score. Rizzo. Rizzo is batting 218 with 15 home runs, which is not hard to do when you're playing in a freaking T-ball park at Yankee Stadium. Coming at you, yeah. Peter. Uh, 41 RBIs, and his OPS is 789. <laughs> the only difference is this dude is a couple years older than Ty France, and he's Anthony Rizzo compared to Ty France. Like Before this year, do you even know who Ty France was? Um... <clears throat> Exactly, my point. And now this dude's leading like the American League in like I think batting average, like dead ass. He's leading the American League at batting average. But he's it's going to be a battle to get him in the All Star game because everyone's going to want to see Anthony Rizzo or yeah, Jose well, and just, Abreu. And we were talking about this the other day, especially with like Anthony Rizzo. They're um, <clears throat> what was it? Oh, it's such a bigger market that. Like there's yeah, no it's way New York compared to beat. Seattle. It's the same thing I'm making with J.P. Crawford. J.P. Crawford has maybe missed two games this year. Like, Tim Anderson's missed a lot. I love Timmy Anderson. I love him. Uh, who else? Like, Bogarts is probably going to get the nod at shortstop because it's Xander Bogarts. Like, it's the same deal. Like, a fourth-place team and a fourth-place team. Pull up – you know, I'm going to pull up Crawford's stats just for – I'm going to probably sound like an idiot, but, you know. Uh-oh. Oh, he didn't play last night. As I'm saying, he's durable, and then he didn't even play last night. Way to go. JP, he didn't play that night either. Maybe he is hurt. 
I haven't watched a lot of, or maybe he has on the COVID list. That's what might be something right. That's right. That bottom line, France should be first base. Move on. Uh, let's see. So you're in the NL. You have yeah. So I'm con- so Soto. I'll go quick. Paul Goldschmidt first base. Uh, Jazz Chisholm second. Tommy Edmond short. Manny Machado third. Left field Soto. Brandon Nimmo in center field. Um, so, so you do know Nimmo. That's in right field. Well, no. Well, we just played the Mets. I know who he is. I just don't like. Who I haven't I watched have? him play a lot. Who did I have in my outfield? Oh, I had Acuna. That's my only difference. I had Acuna. Yeah. yeah. And he's been doing well, he's been only tearing yeah, Acuna up. Acuna has played really well. He's, he, he's missed like half the season and then. He still has comparable stats. Yeah, he has like, he's right there with everyone. So, yeah. Um, All right. But so that's for catcher, catcher? Wilson Contreras. Okay. You have a cub. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, he's, he's playing pretty well. So, and then my pitcher is from the Dodgers, Tony Gonzalez or something. I don't know. The dude that but pitched last night. He's, yeah, he's 8 and 0 with a 1.42 ERA, 60 Ks, and a 0.82 whip. I still have Musgrove. I think Musgrove's a better story. Yeah, it might be a better story, but um. Anyway, you can go. What were you gonna say? Nothing. I'm just waiting for you to yeah. say your AL. So my AL. So starting at first base again. I'll go. I'll put your boy, Ty France. Um, what I like to see. Ty France. And then, what what else did I have? This is hard for you because you're not an AL guy. You're an NL guy. Yeah, I don't even know who. Whoa, what the hell? Who do you have at second base? I don't have. I had. Who did I have? Did I even give a second base? No, I did. It's Trevor Story. That's who it was. Oh yeah, Trevor Story. He's been playing really well. He had a slow uh, start, but he's been picking it up lately. Yeah. And he's cooled off a tiny bit because he was on a monster streak for a hot second. Um, and then, like, well, started slow, went on a monster streak, and then started to play really well. But So I have Okay. I have story. Also, okay, yeah. Then I have Tim Anderson for short. I had Crawford, JP. Crawford, yeah. Um, third base, I had Jose Ramirez. He's playing super well this yeah, year. Again. It was hard between J-Ram and Devers for me, but Devers has been on an absolute tear lately. Yeah. I feel like Jose Ramirez is like flies under the radar because he's just not – he's not a very loud person. Like he's just like – he just goes yeah. in, produce, puts up monster numbers and leaves. Like he's not like flashy or anything. Or I feel like Devers is a little more flashy, but – Yeah. I have Devers. Um, And then I have – who did I just say third base or left field? Uh, third base. Third, so Taylor Ward in left field. I think I had. Who did I have? I had Julio Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And I have Mike Trout in center, Aaron Judge in right. Yeah, that's what I have. Who do you have DHing? You didn't have a DH in the NL either. Oh, that's true. Um, DH and AL Otani. I feel mm-hmm. like, and that's the other sucky thing. I mean, I haven't even looked at Otani's numbers and. I know he's doing at least decently good, but I don't feel like he's having as good as the years last year, which even 
you can still have a phenomenal year without having the numbers he did last year because he was unreal last year. But I just don't – I haven't heard as much about it, so I don't know. Um, but Otani, I don't even know in the NL who my DH would be. But AL for catcher, I have Kirk from Toronto. Uh, Alejandro Kirk, I forgot about him. Yeah. Who did um, I have? I had Perez. And probably, I've, it probably would be Kirk. And then here goes Tootin Pete's horn, Cortez from the Yankees is my starting pitcher. Oh, nasty Nestor. I forgot yeah. about that, man. He's he's been phenomenal this year, bro. I saw uh, I I think it was uh, a comparison of like their stats for this year and then how much they're each making this year. And then Cortez's is a million times like stats is a million times better, but making a fraction of what Garrett Cole is making. So it's just Garrett funny. Cole's a cheater. Spider tech, man. Yeah. Well, I guess we have pretty, I guess, like in the same, at least like spectrum. Obviously, there's a few here and there we don't necessarily uh, all agree on, but I would I think probably do Harper for my DH in the NL. That's what I have. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we have, we're kind of the same realm. We both have France. We both have Story, Chisholm, Machado, Trout, Judge, Harper, Otani. Okay. Here's the thing. And this is starting lineup, though. Would you, put Tommy Edmond and Paul Goldschmidt in your reserves. Cause you could, I mean, you could even say yes without thinking about it, but then to be realistic, you can't even necessarily well, say that because you have to have at least hard. one player from each team. Yeah. Because I think Goldschmidt for sure, but Tommy Edmond, I'm trying to think who shortstops are in the NL. You have Crawford, you have Alador, Miguel Rojas is having a good year. Dansby Swanson's having a good year. Trey, Trey Turner's Turner. here. So it's like, I don't think he's, I think comparative to like those names I put, he's like second or third on the reserves list. I think. What about Turner, second base? Because, I mean, so here's the weird thing Tommy Edmonds playing second base all year. He's only playing shortstop the last month <clears> or so because of when we sent Paul DeYoung down, brought up Nolan Gorman, and then Nolan Gorman's been playing second base. So Tommy Edmond went short. I don't know. Because you have Gene Segura, Patel Marte, Gavin Lux, Jake Cronenworth, Jazz Chisholm, Ozzy Al- We didn't even mention Ozzy Albies. Yeah. And I don't know how well he's been playing. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's playing well. I just haven't looked at his stats. 244, eight home runs, 33 RBIs, OPS of 694. So not as good as Jazz Chisholm's, but. Or Tommy Edmonds. Yeah, but again, it's you're gonna, you're running into the factor of names. Well, Tommy Edmonds isn't a name. That's or you're saying, about. oh. Because, because Ozzy Albies know. is a name. Yeah. So. I mean, I think he deserves it. He might get a play or like the coaches vote in, but yeah, I don't think there's other names that I think people want to see over Tommy Edmond, which is, I mean, sucks because I, I deal with in Seattle every year. There's players that deserve it, but they just don't go because they're in Seattle. Um, yeah. yeah, we're pretty, pretty comparable. I mean, it'll be interesting to see who the reserves are. I mean, the All-Star game is, what, like a month away? Yeah, uh, something like Jock that. Peterson. I forgot Jock Peterson, too. He's not doing too bad. 
It'll be interesting to see. It will be interesting to see. Let's move on to... So this is more of a fun topic for us to end on today. Yes. Uh, your thoughts on City Connect jerseys. Who you want it? Do you like them? Do you not? What are your favorites that have so far? Um, do, what teams do you want to see? Because they do and weird. They do they do like eight teams a year. Yeah. So and last year was the first year, right? Mm-hmm. Last year was the White Sox Cubs. So the White Sox were like the black pinstripes at South Side. The Cubs had Wrigleyville. The Giants got ones that all white with the orange hats at the clouds over them. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers got Los Dodgers, the Doyers, um, all blue. The Diamondbacks, I think, were my favorite last year. They were the gold and black, the Serpientes. Yeah, um, those were dope. Who else got one last year? I think there was one more team. Let me look this up. Yeah, I'm looking at the back <clears throat> ones right now. Those are actually really clean. They're I so I really liked um The Marlins. The Marlins got one. They were the Sugar Kings. The Miami Marlins is like like is a bright red with the baby blue. Looked really fire. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox got the they got one. It was like the yellow, looks like UCLA colors, like the baby blue and the yellow to represent the um Boston Marathon. And then this year, sorry, I'm showing these off. So we have kind of like um, this year, the Royals got one. It was like a navy blue with some like white and powder blue. I really love it. Oh, I like that. The KC logo. The KC logo is dope. The Angels are the most recent team to get one with their kind of like California throwback vibes. Those ones are fire. Yeah. Space City. Uh, the Astros, um, the Nationals, they got one. They were the first one to get one this year. They were the cherry blossom one, like the gray, like the pink. Uh, and then this one has been gotten the most love. And I'm looking at the uh, rankings of it. On They have a rankings of this oh, on, really? the, um, uh, on ESPN. Oh, by the way, the Padres are getting one on July 8th and then June 24th. So I think next week the Brewers are announcing theirs. Get out of here. So the Brew Crew and the Padres are getting the other two this year. But how ESPN has it is they have it Colorado, which has like that green license plate. They're number one. Number one. Number two is Chicago White Sox with the South Side with the black pinstripes, the South Side on it. Three, they have the Miami Marlins and their Sugar Kings. Um, The Nationals are take number four. Red Sox number five, the D-backs coming in at six, the Astros at seven, that's for Space City, the Angels are eighth, the Giants ninth, the Royals tenth, Cubs eleven, and rounding out the Dodgers at twelve. So what are your thoughts on them? Do you like them? Do you not? I do. I actually think it's a really cool idea. Another money grab for them to take more of my money because I already have five Cardinals jerseys or maybe even six. So when they come out with the Cardinals one, you bet your ass I'm getting one. Um, what do you think they're going to do for the Cardinals if the I Cardinals no get one? I think every team's supposed to get one, I think. It's kind of like – because they've done – what is that? 12 to so 14. So a little under half of the MLB well, It should gone. be 16 if they do eight a year. 
Well, they only have 12 right now, and there's going to be 14 total when the Padres and the Brewers announce theirs. Hmm. So there's, what, 30 teams? Yeah, so we're, like, right under half. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll do <clears throat> they'll do it over four years. So I don't yeah, know. maybe it's so, like the NBA where everyone has their city jerseys. Yeah. I think it's a dope concept. I think yeah, well, I think it's just I, a cool like another alternative jersey to wear. Well, especially with I think baseball needed it because I think yeah. baseball for the longest time was just black or not black and white, but like gray uniforms or white uniforms, like very little color. Like that's why I like seeing like teams do like the cardinals and their powder blues the royals yeah. powder blues the mariners green jerseys the angels red jer- like i like yeah. color especially on sports teams because it's like everyone everyone can have black and or white and gray right everyone's gonna have that but like give me the blue like i love seattle's blue, navy blue jersey that say seattle with like the silver or like the green yeah. no yeah i love i think especially because like granted not that the number of games really matter in something like this but I also think it's really cool because, if you, like, when you go to a game, especially if you're in the city, like, if I lived in St. Louis, if you lived in Seattle, you would we we would both go to a handful of games throughout the year. Like, we oh, would I'd go. Probably have, I probably have like season tickets. Yeah, well, and that's what I mean. It's just like you would you would go to a number of games. I could almost promise you, you'd go to more games than you have jerseys for the Mariners. And so having another jersey, because being a fan, obviously, if you have the money to spend, you're probably going to buy that jersey. Not that you need every single jersey they make, but like every style of jersey, probably over the years, not buying all at one time, excuse me, not buying all at one time. So it just gives you like another jersey to throw in the rotation when you go or even just to sport somewhere because they're just dope. They're like cool jerseys. Like even if I was whoever was the lowest ranked team on there for like their jersey. If I, if I was born and raised there and was a fan of that team, you know I'd still rock that jersey just because it'd be like a cool jersey or whatever. There, I don't think there's been one that's come out where it's like, ah, I would not wear that. Like, if I, thinking as if I was a fan of that team or whatever, like, you would I mean, just it, be hyped it all it. makes sense. I think the one that I've heard the most about, because we talked to a lot of – we know a lot of baseball fans, and a couple of fans, uh, Kyle especially, does not like the uh, the Giants. And I, I don't necessarily blame him because it's the it's all white with like a foggy G, like obviously uh, with the fog. Yeah. Of I mean, it's a cool concept, and I see where they're going with it. But I kind of agree with them. Like executed. when I when I see a city connector here, when I see a jersey like that, I I almost have an expectation, especially from Nike, where it's yeah different. Like because look at the NBA has had such a hit with their city jerseys. I mean, there yeah. are some teams that get new ones every year. The Jazz are the same one. Oh, they've had two air edition or variations, but the same concept of like the Red Rock yeah. for Southern Utah. Five, six years now. Yeah. And so other other teams as well have had like like Indiana does their race car tribute because of the Indiana five hundred or the Indy five hundred. Um Yeah. I just looked at the Giants jersey again. I don't mind them honestly. They're not. I mean, are they my absolute favorite? No, but I don't think they're terrible. Um, no, they're definitely not the worst I've seen. But like, just as the like, what I expect because like, looking at all these other ones, like they're just like Colorado, dude. Colorado's. I think that green with like the license plate mountain yeah. type, like that just it looks. That so one better. is super dope. Yeah, I do like that a lot. Or like the I like my personal favorites, the serpent, the serpientes. 
the Diamondbacks, like gold with a red accent. It just pops. It reminds me of it reminds me of of like desert heat, snakes, sun sunshine, like or the Angels. It has that just classic California vibe. Like I think the Angels and the Diamondbacks have the two best city connects along with the Rockies. Like those are my top three. Would be the Angels, Rockies, and D backs. Yeah, like the Angels is just that cream. I don't know if it's a cream, but it looks like it's cream. Like that vintage, like logo, it just has that Southern California vibe, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think it's a good idea. I think Nike. I mean, I definitely want to see every team get one because it's interesting to see like teams that like the Mariners or the Cardinals see what they do. Yeah. Um. See like what they do for the, like, the Yankees or the Mets or like yeah. There's so many go... teams that have ties to a lot of history in like their cities or their heritage. Like when I imagine, I would imagine Seattle to do like almost like a Seahawk color, like that emerald green, like how kind of we already have, but like an all emerald but green jersey. Yeah. And maybe even somehow tie in the space needle or something with it. Yeah. Or like how, when I envision like um, Philadelphia, like the history of Philadelphia, mm. like the bell, yeah. Liberty bell, like yeah. all that, like, there's just a lot that I think and it's, it's probably in the works. We just don't know about it. Right. Cause I think yeah. Nike is pretty good about keeping like future stuff secret until it needs to be leaked. Yeah. Uh, but I think that once the Padres get there, I think the entire NL West has one. Well, and it kind of surprises me because like, I mean, I agree. <clears throat> I mean, I'm super excited to see where or what, every team gets or hopefully every team gets one and then just what they will be or what they'll look like. Um, But I feel like more times than not, the teams that get them the most and like first are obviously bigger market teams just because obviously they're going to sell more. And so it's just more profitable for them. See, Um, I thought that then the Marlins got one and the Diamondbacks got one last year. And then the Rockies are getting one this, I got one this year. Like I don't know if, Miami's still a really big market because Miami's so big. And just, I feel like the reason why that one potentially probably sells well is because of that's just kind of how Miami is. And like, I mean, they, I think they killed it with representing the city because it's so vibrant and everything. And so even if people like kind of like in New York, you know, people wear New York hats, even though they're not a New York Yankee fan, just because like representing New York or whatever, like kind of same thing with Miami. I feel like that Jersey is kind of that same thing. And so I feel like, the best team they still I, th- I think that probably does well diamondbacks maybe not as much colorado i think colorado still has a really big fan base just because it's the only team for so many people like where's the next closest team to colorado probably like, nowhere close yeah, you chicago think about texas no, maybe not chicago probably i'm probably arizona yeah arizona maybe texas. texas yeah so and that's what i mean there's just no other team close so I feel like they, I mean, I don't know for sure, but like they potentially have a bigger market or audience or whatever. Um, because well, I mean, think of like Utah, Idaho, Montana, all those teams, especially in the North, Idaho, maybe more Seattle, but like, I don't know. I just, they have a lot of potential, I think for any baseball fans there, but yeah, I, but, yeah, but overall, I mean, yeah, I like them. I think it's a cool concept. I want to see. I'll see Nike do it more at the NFL too. I think it'd be kind of cool. I think the NFL yeah. is so strict on their like jerseys. Like they can only have one helmet color per year. They can only have yeah, that's just um, like 
they have I mean, when Nike rolled out with the three like the color rush stuff like it was a huge hit I mean I'm a Seahawks fan so that giant big green apple green whatever you want to call it action green I had to get I own one not a not afraid to admit that yeah but yeah I I like him I'm I think Nike's doing good with the jerseys I mean they have the three major sports leagues jersey rights I mean it's kind of a monopoly but you know we won't get yeah, into the that is the, crazy they're they're doing good um I think New Era is doing a good job too with all like kind of partnering with all of them and making sure they're all on the same page and yeah I mean especially more in baseball than I think other sports like the accessories like I think baseball is trending in the right direction as far as like um oh geez what am I trying to say here like popularity like I think a lot of the young players I think a lot of like the new rebranding and making the game a little bit faster I think is driving more people back into the sport of baseball where I feel like from 2003 to like 2015 16 maybe it was kind of like dying I felt like the sport itself like just wasn't I mean, obviously, us as diehard baseball fans yeah. like weren't faced was, at all. But like the average were starting fan, to watch a little less instead of gaining yeah. more followers. So, but I feel like we're it's going in the right direction. You know, we're just two people here trying to grow the game as everyone else does. It creates content or plays the game or follows it. We're just trying to grow it and share the love of it. But yeah, I think Nike's doing great with it i think it's all going in the right direction i mean i would like to see more teams get jerseys in a less amount of time but yeah it happens you know we'll uh we'll take it as we can get it i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna rush art these are these are art forms this is this is art yes it is and i want as well what i want them to take obviously i want a cardinal city edition jersey today tomorrow as soon as possible but I don't want them to rush it. I want to make sure, yeah, they like they did with Miami or I mean, San Francisco. I feel like maybe you could have done that with the whole Jersey, like made it the whole Jersey, maybe look like fog somehow or something. So yeah, it's not my favorite, but like you still get it. It still captures the city. Like I want to just make sure they capture the city of St. It Louis probably means more to fans it. that live in San Fran than it does to a fan that say lives in like Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. Like, they experience it there. I mean, same with like yeah. Southern California. I mean, I think the Cal- the Angels ones are dope. I would buy yeah. one myself. I kind of want to buy an Otani one, but we were watching. Like, I was watching the game, the Angels game with family over the weekend and this this past weekend, um, and we saw the jerseys because they were wearing them all weekend. And I literally went on Nike, and if they had a Mike Trout jersey in that, I would have bought it like right then and there. Um, and then I looked on. I just looked again earlier when we were talking about it, and they're they're literally sold out of all of them. Um, and that jersey for the Angels. So I know they're popular because they had all sizes available and a couple different ones still. But the Trout ones, I'm sure, sold out so quick. Um, I'm going. I'm going to Vegas on Monday. I'm hoping uh, Caesar's Palace has an Otani one waiting yeah. for me. If you if they have some, you'll have to let me know because I might I might have you pick <laughs> one up for me. But depending on what they have, but that's what that, I just they did. Yes, well, I think what you're saying, they did a really good job in capturing Southern California. Cool. Any uh, last thoughts? We kind of hit Final on a thoughts, lot. Last words. No, overall, great cast. I'm going to stand by Tommy Edmond, starting shortstop or even second base. You could put him in either one for the All-Star game. Um, Paul Goldschmidt at first. 
and hot take if you will. Um, I think Cardinals. I think Cardinals make it to the World Series this year out of the NL. Okay, I don't know well, if they win, but I will. Okay. I and here's the thing, quick, and we obviously we're trying to wrap this up. Don't have to go into a ton of details. If you think about it, that's not that far of a reach. Yeah, I'll be honest, not that far of a reach if we're healthy. But I mean, there's still 100 games to go, so a lot can happen. Right. Look at the Braves. The Braves were almost mathematically eliminated after the All-Star game and then go on a wild run and yeah. win it all. So I think it happened. 2011 for Seattle. Middle of August, Cardinals were 10 and a half games back. They won the World Series that year. So anything can happen. I hope it doesn't happen like that. Well, if we won, I'll take it anyway for us to win the World Series, but unless not the Astros way, but any other Ooh, way. Ooh, a little quick update for you. The A's are in Boston and they're up one nothing the top of the third. Top of the first, the Cubs. That won't last. The Cubs are uh, hosting the Padres in Wrigley. And I might, I might need to go tune into that game and watch our, my NL MVP, uh, Manny Machado. Oh, my gosh. We'll, um, we'll, we'll talk off here, and we'll maybe place a little bet on that because Manny Machado is not going to win MVP. So. Okay, well, we'll think about it. He won't even, he won't even be the starter at third base. Um, we're definitely going to try and uh, record at least once a week. Definitely yep. going to try. We're not going to take another month hiatus. Yes, we will get these out. This is what I think we need to do on behalf of both of us. Casey, I think you agree with me on this. Cardinals are the best team in the league. LOL, just kidding. Where I'm, well, I'm not kidding, but kidding mm-hmm. about Casey agreeing. What I want to say on regards to both of us is that we apologize. It took us so long to get a second episode out, but we can promise to our loyal listeners, you won't have to wait nearly as long. In between and if you're listening, you want to hop on and maybe talk with us? Or yeah, we'd love so. to have a guest speaker, or not guest Reach speaker, out. but a guest sometime on with us. Reach maybe out to us. If you know us personally, yeah. you have our numbers, our our handles, and our social media. If not, you can – we have an email. We have an email, we do. I think it is a – let me actually – it's been yeah, a you think you better, you better verify. Yeah, let me just uh, pull this up real quick before I start just sending out random uh, email addresses if you guys want to – Get on. So the email that we have for this podcast is backofpenpod at outlook.com if you want to join us or just to make just, sure back of pen spelled P E N pod at out, Gmail or out out outlook. At outlook. Wow. Yes. Okay. We have an outlook. We uh we're on Gmail, we're on Outlook. We're 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 Microsoft uh, Seattle supporters. Um yeah. yeah. If you guys want to reach out to us, we have that. Feel free to email us or text us or whatever if you want to join our podcast. Record a few episodes with us. Just talk baseball. We're we're always open. More. But yeah, we'll uh, be better consistently getting out episodes for you guys. Let us know if you want to hear about any topics, conversations you want us to touch on, or if you want to join in on us. Just reach out. We're friendly people. Unless you uh, are a Cubs fan, then Jared may not like you. If you're an I Astros fan, I put Wilson Contreras as a catcher in the All Star game. It'll, you'll be all right if you're a Cubs if you're fan. an Astros fan. I definitely don't want to talk to you. Yeah, nor neither do I. I. That's yeah. where I draw the line. So out of the if you're twenty nine, if you're a fan of twenty nine out of thirty teams that are not named the Houston Astros, we will uh, we'll, we'll be friendly. Yeah, even the Yankee fans. It's, it's a safe space. It's a safe space. Um, that's it. Anything else, Jared? You want to say to the listeners before we get out of here? Um, I have nothing else. We got a softball game tonight, 7 p.m. Uh, Jared will be uh, the GM, and they're making some cuts. If you're listening, you're on the hot seat. You know who you are. 
Um, Brody. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Brody. Just kidding. Um, yeah, that's it. Well, uh, hopefully you'll hear from us soon. Probably, uh, what do you say, Gerald? We want to anywhere from Tuesday or Thursday. We will. Uh, we'll get one up out. next week. We'll get one out. We'll get one out for our listeners. But have a nice weekend of baseball. Uh, any? Actually, let's before we get out of here. Let's just see if there's any good series coming up this weekend shall we that's always fun right oh so, yeah some super quick to end on so let's do it friday the mariners are hosting the angels lorenzen mm. ray tomorrow um phillies looks like phillies nats have a day night double header Ooh, i think brewers mets that's tonight i think that will potentially be a good Ooh, Cardinals, gotcha. Red Sox in Bowtown. Yes, that might be a that will be Ooh. a good one. Can't even find where we're at. Oh, there we go. Ooh, at ooh, that Boston that game on Friday night. If you can <clears throat> tune in, that's Adam Wainwright versus Michael Walker. Michael Walker, two Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, so that'll be fun. It, uh, that's, the, he's gonna pitch well. A afternoon night doubleheader for the Angels and Mariners on Saturday. Blue Jays, yeah, Yankees. Ooh. That'll be good. Uh, White Sox, Astros has potential. Cueto and Verlander going on Saturday night for the rubber match. Dakota Hudson and Crawford and Bowtown. That's really about it. There's not Boston and Car- St. Louis will be good. I think Seattle and Anaheim or LA will be good. Uh, definitely New York and Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think the biggest series, St. Louis and Boston, not the biggest, but naming a couple big series, that would be good to watch. That's, that's I think probably St. Louis, the most, Boston. It's even probably the most fun to watch. I mean, yeah. I think I mean, Yankees, Toronto forward, as well. I mean, I'm looking forward to Seattle and Anaheim. We can make some yeah. ground up on these guys, but I think that one's good. But, even potentially San Diego, Colorado. Not amazing, but just division rivals so yeah cool well that's where we'll wrap it up uh we'll see you guys later have a good have a good weekend deuces